0: Welcome to Happy Healthy Whole, a show dedicated to helping Black women approach healing and life by selecting a holistic approach to their self-care and wellness. I am your host and creator of Self-Care for Black Girls Collective, Sharia Farmer. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your journey as we talk healing, coping, self-love, and so much more. Welcome to Walking with Sharia. Today I have two special guests with me, sort of. Michelle's always walking with me, so we are happy to have her join in this discussion. She was excited to do so, but we also have Joanne uh, with us as well, who is a certified business coach. Am I right when I say that?
1: Yeah, well, certified coach. I um, support women with business, but also with um, careers as well.
0: Okay, so it's probably better for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and then to kind of tell us what you'd like to talk with us as we walk today about.
1: Sure. Um, Hi, everybody. Um, So, yeah, Joanne. um, And I'm normally people refer to me as JJ. So, um, I'm (laughs) JJ. And um, I'm a coach and consultant trainer. And um, I support women with um, overcoming fears. Um, which the fears which are sort of blocking them from progressing in their career or from you know leaving their job and moving into their own business um, passion projects and things like that um, helping them to progress and to have the more f- uh, fruitful meaningful lives that we all you know crave and um, you know a lot of the people I, I work with they've you know, may, normally around um, late 30s to um, mid mid 40s, I guess, are the majority of the clients that come to me and they've come to me and they you know, say to me, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, a mom and um, I've been a mom since I was, you know, early 20s or late teens. And now I'm like 40 and my kids are grown and I don't know what I want or what I want for my life. You know, I don't know where I am. And so they come to me with those sort of um, dilemmas or they come to me with, you know i've been working for this company for 20 years and i've been made redundant and now i have nothing in my life and i don't know what to do yeah. and um, i'm afraid to look for jobs so i want to talk to you to, to you today just about um you know th- some of the things that i do with my clients and and why um overcoming fear and challenging fears is so important to be to be able to have that sort of um, that life that we we're all looking for to have that sort of level of happiness and confidence as well
0: Nice. Okay. So it sounds like that transition or that stage of life with your clients where it's like, I didn't know this is where I would be, but I wanted to be somewhere different. <laughs> like, yes. yes and, right? and, you know, that happens when you get to a certain stage in all of our lives <laughs> where yes. you planned it one way and maybe possibly life happened
1: life and you don't happens. know how to get there. Exactly.
0: And you don't know how to get out of that happening. So it sounds like, and then, and you mentioned the word fear and then fear creeps in that says changing your life might not be possible. So tell us a little bit about how you do that. How do you help people get from fear to confidence is what I'm hearing
1: yeah so um so i'm a certified trainer um feel the fear and do it anyway trainer with the susan jeffers corporation and if um, i'm sure most people have heard of, of the book um it's a best-selling self-help book and um this is one of the books that actually changed my life really um, which is why i went on to become a trainer and um and i i created a um, very successful coaching program based around this as, as a trainer and i help women to create balance in their life and um and so when um, women come with these different fears sometimes i don't necessarily recognize them as fears they come and they you know they think of them as they, you know self doubt or um they they're just uh, overwhelmed and anxiety and you know and so um and obviously not extreme anxiety because i'm not a therapist i'm a coach so there was a, a distinct difference but mm-hmm. um they come and they basically are stuck in whatever phase of life that they're in and what I do is I work with them to understand what what is that stopping them. You know what is the fear? And a lot of them it comes it turns out to be fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of being judged. You know you don't want to start your own business because you think that um, people are going to judge you or laugh at you. Yeah. Um, you don't want to um, try and go for that promotion or look for another job because you feel like you'll be rejected. And um, so I help them to figure out what you know that these things are fear. And, and, and understand the different levels of fear. So um, Susan Jeffers talks about in the book about, you know, level one fears, which are the ones which um, require you to take action or the ones which just happen and you have no control over. And then mm-hmm. um, they, the next level of fear is the level two fears, which are linked to your ego, which is the fear of um, being rejected, the fear of um, being judged. And then all of that is um, is rooted by the the main fear level three fear, which is um, the fear that we cannot handle it. And when it comes down to that, we cannot handle being judged, we cannot handle being rejected. And when it comes to that, it, it goes on to the level of self trust. And and actually, um, a lot of us we go through life, and life happens. Sometimes you know we might plan certain parts of our life, and sometimes we just go and you know life is just going with the flow. And then we get to a point when we realize, how did we get here? This is not where I expected to be, and we haven't mm-hmm. really planned. And um, and then a lot of things happen in our lives when we don't necessarily take the right steps and trust ourselves and build our own level of integrity, our own self-integrity. You know, so I'm not talking about being um, other people perceiving us as as, um, as having integrity, but our integrity to ourselves when we make promises and commitments to ourselves. Are we keeping them? You know, how many times do we say I'm going to wake up in the morning and go to the gym and then we, the alarm goes off and we say I'm not going to go. <laughs> and what <laughs> message does that send to our our brains? What's it telling us? What What's our subconscious, um, you know, picking up from our actions? Yeah. Um, so I work, with, I work with women, you know, on that sort of level and then help them to set sort of goals um, and think about what it is that they that drive them. What, what do you have? What is, what, what is your passion? And then um, we work around that. We work around the passions and we work around um, building steps to move them forward, because, you know, the thing that um, you do when you're f- afraid of doing something is actually just doing it. That's how you overcome that fear. So, um, but you don't, you know, it's hard to just jump into it. So I help oh, them to set really small milestones you're to, uh, to be able to, um, achieve those, those goals that they set so they can move their life forward. And when they do that, they realize the fear isn't as strong as they thought.
2: Awesome. I just, I just, um, really appreciate how you talk about, you know, you delineate between being a coach and a mental health professional. Right. Mm. Because it seems like it's such a thin line there when we talk about addressing people's fear. And I just Mm. think that's very insightful. And so I'm wondering, you know, how did you develop the passion for what you do being a life coach, um, specifically around fear?
1: So for me, it was I've always been really courageous in most of my life, Um, different decisions that I've made, especially with my career i made you know my career was a really important thing to uh, for me and um and my career was flying so i um basically i my career was in legal finance and um i was i worked for global law firms and um my career took me to a job working for a top 10 law firm in um, dubai so i was living in dubai for eight years and then i i ended up in a um relationship which was very volatile, violent, it was, you know, abusive mm-hmm. and I found myself in a situation where in order for me to escape this abusive situation at home I would just work harder and I would end up doing 15 hour days at work to avoid oh, wow. being at home mm-hmm. and then my life got completely out of balance and so I, I burnt out and um, and I struggled and I didn't know how to get my life back on track and uh, had to really ask myself some difficult questions, to um, to you know to to bring myself to the place where I can I can think about what I want for my life and what direction my life is going to go in. Mm-hmm. And then um, along whilst, whilst I was doing that, I um, I realized that actually I would I love I love the working with people part of my job, but because my career had, had um, grown so big, I was not no longer working with managing people, I was I was managing processes, and traveling okay. to um, Asia, and different different parts of the uh, the Middle East to build processes for these law firms. And the people aspects So my passion had been lost. My passion for my own life had been lost, my myself had been lost, and my passion at work had been lost. So I just felt lost. And what I realised was, I want to get back into working with people, I want to, you know, work with people that's my passion that's where you know i realized that i wanted to be and i wanted to have my own company and i didn't have yeah. the nerve and so i was thinking the person who would left their home country and moved to a different country where you knew new, no one and um the person who you know has been so courageous throughout her life has suddenly got no nerve when it comes to setting up your own business <laughs> and yeah and i think that <laughs> That really challenged me, and um, and then reading the book, feel the fear and do it anyway, and I thought, well, that's you know, it sounds great, but you know, can I do that? And then actually being on my journey, and just saying, I'm just gonna just, I'm just gonna do it, I'm just gonna start, and um and and I did, you know, and then I realised that it's brought me to the most fruitful part of my life when, um and I realised, you know, all the principles that I found in this book are principles that I apply in my own life. And I spread across my coaching programs as well to make sure that um, you know they're sustainable. And I know they're sustainable because they've sustained me. And so when I give them out to my clients, um, I show them how to make it sustainable for their lives. So for me, the fear aspect came from me recognizing and dealing with my own fears. And I have fears all the time, which I have to deal with, and I have to always pick out my pull out my toolbox of all these techniques and and tools just to keep supporting me because the fears don't just disappear. The more you grow, the more fears you get faced with. The more you challenge yourself, the more fears you get faced with. Mm -hmm. And so you don't just, you know, you don't eradicate fear. Fear never goes away. But it's about how you deal with the fear and how you start to, rather than letting fear rule your life, you actually, you know, you lead fear. So fear is behind you, not in front of you.
0: Are you a wellness provider, a life coach, a yoga teacher, a Reiki teacher? Well, come on over to Self Care for Black Girls and list your business on our new directory. Again, visit selfcareforblackgirls.com where you can be listed as a wellness provider starting today.
2: That's so much. Just, you know, you shared so much, and I thank you for
0: coming on. And, and I, I want to kind of grab a few things that you mentioned do you think your experience in dubai impacted how you even were create the um courageous since you have been courageous most of your life
1: i think um, being in dubai i had um, i had to be more courageous than any than any time in my life, I think you know. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, you know, moving to Dubai, it was courageous to everybody else. For me, it was it wasn't so courageous because I felt like it was an obvious thing for me. I've yeah. you know, working abroad was something I've always wanted to do. But when I found myself in that um, that relationship where it was an abusive situation, the laws weren't on my side. I wasn't in mm. a country where the laws were supporting me. So the things that I could have done if I was in the UK, for example, or in the US. They, they weren't really the same. Okay. And so I was in a situation where um, I didn't have the options like I would normally have, and I didn't have the support network. Yeah. So I had to make a choice on how I'm going to be able to um, to keep my life, you know. Stay safe, yeah. so drastic, but keep my life, stay safe and, and, and honor my family because obviously, I made that choice with my family's ag- agreement, you know. To, um, you know, I'm going to go be in a different country and support my family and help financially, and I want to make sure that I'm safe. They want, mm-hmm. they, you know, I don't want to be end up um, hurt over there too badly that, um, that my family don't know how to get hold of me or anything like that. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and with my mom, she has health issues, so she can't travel. And so um, it was. Um, it was a big responsibility for me to make sure that I was safe, so that my, you know I wasn't going to cause more trauma to my family, who we've already been through quite a lot. And I think um, managing go, managing myself throughout that situation was where I played the most courageous part in my life so far. Um, Absolutely. And, and that happened to be in Dubai, and I had to you know figure out you know how to play the long game until I was able to get away from that relationship. Um, so, and that that was where, for me, the courage came in. And, um, and, and the, I think, you know, when you, as women, especially as black women, we are all, um, as the black women that I know at least, and I'm sure the yeah. ones that you know, we are all um, quite high performers. We are... Yeah. Um, we, 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 we're trying our best to be our best and work on, work on ourselves and to um, maintain the families, maintain our businesses, maintain our careers and strive and all of that. And, um, and then when you um, don't have or create that level of balance or understand how to manage and navigate the fears in our lives, mm-hmm. it can really cause us to come to a halt. And I yeah. think I lived my life without knowing how to create balance and how, without knowing how to manage fears. I just lived my life. and then when yeah, I like you were about,
0: living courageously without the exactly. fear. so yeah, to even have. And so I wanted to bring back that point only because um, one of my special specialty areas is intimate partner violence. and so domestic violence, uh, the same language, a different language. Yes. Uh, but one of the things that people tend to think is that when a person is going through the experience, they aren't courageous when they when they truly are. And how yeah. they stay safe is part of that courageous experience. And so yeah. I wanted to make sure that people hear that, even in the journey. Because when I heard I, when I heard the length of time, I know what that could mean, right? Yeah. And so yeah. when you think about what it took to even be able to go to work every day, work 15 hours, and then have to worry about what today will mean behind closed doors, yeah. yes. that's courageous in itself. Because and then you add on the cultural element yeah. where the laws are not on your side and because even in yeah. countries when they're on your side you're still a woman so they're kind of on your side so <laughs> <laughs> like so but it's definitely not the same and so I it's wanted to just really talk about how I know it without even knowing that you had to be courageous during that time and that is something that we have to give ourselves more credit for yeah, and absolutely we, bold enough to acknowledge that courageous moment even when we stayed so
1: absolutely so, thank you for you know, sharing um, it. When you, thank you when you mentioned that in the in the beginning stages when i was going through that i thought this is you know weakness i didn't recognize it, and i thought oh my gosh I, I need to do better than this and i didn't acknowledge it and i think a lot of us um, who go through that would think you know we're weak we're embarrassed and but mm-hmm. actually I showed the most amount of strength. I for myself I realized this has taken everything for me. And I think when we're going through that situation it actually does take everything for you mm-hmm. to to survive and to be able to maintain yourself and get through every day. And so yeah um that the the, the, courage, the courage I think that it sh- that we take as women in that situation who have, who have been in that situation is tremendous and we definitely need to acknowledge it.
0: Absolutely. So thank you for sharing. Yeah.
2: So um, you know, listening to you is inspiring. Yes. And um clearly you've been a high achiever throughout your career. And it sounds like, you know, you took the shift to put it into a passion of something that was personal for you yes. and continue to be high achiever. Yeah. Right. So I have two questions. One is, you know, and I know this is a part of your offering in the coaching services but could you share some of the things some of the tools that helped you through those difficult times and two what's next for you
1: yeah sure okay so some of the tools that I've used is um the, so for example if you focus on the field of fear the um the book has lays them out quite well but what I do the, the tools which I've picked out which were really helpful for me were um creating a whole life and creating that level of balance and understanding that Mm -hmm. you know when people are talking about work-life balance that if your home life is a mess and your work life is high pressured then having a balance between the two doesn't work and also it's like um you know and then it's also like if you imagine your life is a pizza and in very basic simple terms but your life is a pizza and you cut that pizza in half and half the pizza is work and half the pizza is life then work is 50% of your whole life that and then the the rest of your life, you've got to fit it in to 50%. And that's not a balance. And so (laughs) it's like if you were to take that pizza, and work is just one slice of the pizza. And then you've got you know your contribution to the world is another slice and then you've got your family is one slice then you've got you know your fun and your leisure so it's like a, the wheel of life exercises yes. but um, mm-hmm. the way that um that Susan Jeffers has it in this book is is more like a nine box grid and and creating a whole life um and understanding that the spirituality of that as in um the higher self um you know and making sure that you are um always trying to challenge yourself and and the negativity that we might have because we all have that negative small talk um, uh, uh, self talk. Mm -hmm. And so um, so one of the exercises for me was that nine box grid, the um, how whole is your life chapter in the book Mm -hmm. and and then also understanding the um, the, how to deal with the chatterbox and um which is the sort of the negative um chatter we we hear in our in our minds sometimes when we're faced with the situation and we hear that voice saying you can't do that that's too big for you that's too much for you who do you think you are and then i'm having to um challenge that with the higher self and um and okay well how about if i just if i tried it and 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 challenging doubting the doubt basically if you doubt that doubt that we have um, that's another tool that I have. So when I hear that negative chatter, I question it. I don't take it for gospel. I question it, and that's then right. my my job is to sort of prove that wrong. You know, mm-hmm. let's see, let's just try. So um, and understanding also the um, the five um, the five truths of fear, that um, you know fear is never going to go away, but um, how we deal with it, it it is going to help us to be able to navigate it and and um, and understanding that everybody goes through fear you know i'm not the only one having these sort of fears anybody mm-hmm. in this situation will have the fears but fear it doesn't have to stop us and so um there's another exercise in that we go through which is um moving from pain to power and um and how we deal with the situations in our life so we there's a pain to power chart And um, when we wake up, and when we're going through certain situations, where how are we feeling? Where where would we rate ourselves? And what actions can we take? Who do we need to not speak to in our life in order to be able to move to the power? Because sometimes people can be holding you back from, you know, your your positivity. People you can have negative Mm -hmm. influences or negative people in your life. So recognizing. The areas in our life when that we need to say no to and then doing more of the things we need to say yes to you know recognizing those sort of things by using the pain to power chart um, which is another another um really great tool that's helped me and also even being able to um it helped with my career being able to understand how to manage difficult situations difficult uh, conversations with stakeholders and how to respond when someone's rude to you and mm-hmm. but for me, I'd say, okay. Well, how would my highest, my higher self respond to this? if I was in my higher self right now, how would I respond to this person who's just really peed me off yeah. you know, <laughs> without getting fired? You know, <laughs> exactly. so, You know, it's not easy sometimes, especially as a black woman in the legal industry, I you know, we're not, there's not that many of us, right? So um, how can I make sure that I'm representing myself in a way that is not going to get all other black women shut down from this career? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? yeah. yeah. you know, things like that. So, um,
0: there's a and few that exercises that the
1: book. A, a weight. what a
2: weight on our shoulders, just that Absolutely. thought
1: alone, you know? Yes, yeah. And a lot of the time in that industry, I've always been the only one or one of two. You Yeah, know? So, one of very few, yeah. Yeah, one of very few. And you don't want to, you know, we want to see more of us there. And so the diversity as well is something that I, I do a lot of um, work with. And um, what I've also spent, I'd probably say the last four years of my career was working with diversity in the legal industry so yeah that's okay. um, another part of of the the whole um, diversity issue <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think that's probably quite the first question you asked me about the tools yes um the second one that you asked about what was it what was coming up for me or something Yes. what's, what's next time? for you Yes. Yeah. Yeah. what's mm-hmm. next so um, on the 31st of August, I am launching um, the Confidence Queens Academy, which is an online training platform, um, which is going to offer women a, a very affordable way to have access to a coach. And um, it's an online training platform. I will be providing um, weekly um, group training sessions, and um, mm-hmm. I'll also be getting experts, um, therapists, coaches, Um, business owners come on board and deliver trainings to support women in the academy and we're going to be um, talking about fear, courage, you know, um, self-confidence and basically just being able to live your life in the fullness and so that's one thing that I've got coming up and next week I'm hosting a five-day challenge on Facebook which is about how to create the balance in your life and going through that nine-step grid and setting sustainable goals to be able to move you from where you are to the next step in your life so... Couple of and, things i've got
0: coming up <laughs> so could you give us your social media how we can follow you how we can get in touch with you um sure. so when this is airing you'll actually be in the midst of your challenge already um yes. and so i want to just make sure that for those who are hearing that you may be able to jump in midway um the challenge might be worth going back and checking the earlier days out because it sounds like when we when i just heard the pizza analogy on the walk I was like yes in my head <laughs> try not to cut you off <laughs> and so I definitely feel like it's a valuable challenge to start looking at how do we divide those slices right yeah and for me absolutely. I always say for I don't use the word violence I use harmony because then it's yeah. not about trying to make it um, exactly equal but it's based off of yes. your value and so yes. I think it's important to at least know the pieces so that you can yes. e- even make sure that those slices fit the size that you want them. Yes, because some absolutely. things, you know, success for each of us is very different achievement is different for each of us. But one thing is true. We need all those areas in our life to be healthy for us to be our highest self. And yeah, so right. I, th- I think that challenge sounds amazing. So I want to make sure that <laughs> we stress that you can still jump on the challenge. <laughs> um, and I will make sure to link all of your social media to mine and tag everything on this one um but also on my instagram at the time of the challenge
1: okay Okay. that'd be amazing so yes my my instagram handle is at jj underscore the confidence coach Um, and it's across the same so for facebook it's the same um it's jj the confidence coach so no underscore with facebook just jj the confidence coach Mm -hmm. and the same on linkedin also jj the confidence coach So um, I try to keep it as simple as possible. So um, the only one that's different really is Instagram, which is JJ underscore the confidence coach. Um, the challenge starts on Monday um I'll be doing a you know like a little um introduction on the Sunday night mm-hmm. but if anybody does want to join halfway through they can do that because um that you know the the worksheets will still, will be up on the wall um and uh so everything will be available and all of the recordings will be stored on in the group as well so um yeah I'm happy to um to receive anybody who wants to um join whether it's halfway through or not they can come and get the value
0: okay perfect.
1: Okay, so um, I think that was,
2: you can mention it now. Oh, I was going oh, to say, oh, <laughs> I was asking you, and I was trying not to interrupt, um, if you were an uh, affiliate of the Self-Care for Black Girls group. I am. <laughs> yes, I am. So you you got you've already, you signed up, and we'll be able to see your practice on the Self-Care for
1: Black Girls website. Oh no! So I'm in the Facebook group. Sorry, oh, yeah. I'm in the Facebook You got to get, get in the
2: website. We have a website. Okay, okay. A collective.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah. For so sure. part of so part of what we're doing over the next few months is we're transitioning a lot of the services that people were asking and requesting onto a community app, as well as a directory listening list list of Black wellness providers. Uh, specifically focusing on Black therapists, Black life coaches, and um, other wellness providers like Black yoga teachers, things that are a part of our whole healing, not just one select part of our healing. And so the website is selfcareforblackgirls.com. And you can list your business either on an annual basis, or you can do it on a um,
1: monthly as well. Amazing, I'll be doing that today.
0: <laughs> so actually, um, if you want, because you have been a guest, I'm going to send you a, uh, an email in two days. So if you want to sign up then, you'll have an actual discount coupon. So, oh, so will, yeah, we'll make sure to send that to you.
1: <laughs> thank I you, that would be you amazing. You thank you so much. Yeah, I
0: want to see you in JJ. <laughs> also, awesome. just one last thing before you go. First off, thank you very much for sharing such great information, but also being vulnerable enough to share your courageous story with us yes. because it does resonate for many of us to have high success and not have that at home sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yes. so to be able to find a way to conquer, be courageous and still fight through fear to get to the confidence side is an amazing accomplishment, no matter how big or small. And so thank I thank you for that information. I thank you for sharing with our group. We are always blessed to have such amazing black women doing very different but needed things. And to me, I think we're all a part of the wellness of each other and we are a collective, no matter if you're miles away or right next to me, you are still my sister in my head. And so I thank you. And I hope that your work continues to honor your purpose on this earth, but also those you serve.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I agree with everything you just said there. And yes, you're all, no matter where we are, we're sisters, you know, we're family. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right. You take care. And I will be in touch
1: with you soon. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thank you and take care. Take care.
0: Visit selfcareforblackgirls.com. self self-care for Black Girls is a collective created and curated to help Black women design a plan to support their healing and wellness journey. Again, visit selfcareforblackgirls.com, a holistic approach to self-care and wellness.